over here tapping in with KWJT Puget Sound from Space. I'm over here with Corey. You're tapping in with Tavares and sliding with Solana. All right, KWJT, here we are back at it again with another motherfucking interview for your head top. Um, two things. You know how we do it around here. We love to start, uh, start off with a whole lot of love. Shout out to the Groovers who's been tapping in at home with the Groovy Tapes podcast. Thanks. We appreciate you guys, man. Week in, week out, you guys show love. Also, would love to uh, send our love to the Tranquil Forest team. Thank you so much for uh, always holding it down for us over on this side and getting us fucking plastered. Um, <laughs> without a further ado, Ski, I would like to introduce this week's guest. We got Jew Racks up in the motherfucking building. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Welcome, yeah, welcome, welcome. Applause, man. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you guys, man. It's a long time coming. Absolutely. How are you today? I know we've been we we've been kicking it for the last hour. Right, but. for sure. I'm I'm blessed, man. I can't <laughs> complain, man. You know, no matter what God throws me my way, you know, I can handle it, man. It's all good. Oh hell yeah. Oh fuck. You um want? well yeah, first first and foremost for the viewers at home who don't uh know, uh right now, rocking the finest. Uh, misunderstood. Jurax is the CEO of uh, Misunderstood yeah. uh, Clothing. So we're about to get into the nitty gritty and um, talk about all the shit and all the stuff, y'all. Um, I know Corey loves to start off with this, but uh, we we love to get into the beginning of um, how it all began and where it all started for you. And um, yeah, where did it start? Where did it begin? Uh, where are you from, too? Um, from Seattle, Washington, the city to be exact. Um, East Cherry, I should say. You know, around the way. It ain't too far from where we're at right now. Um, i say, for me, it started off like my God gift. I was drawing, you know, yeah. as a kid. And then, what, about 2000 and eight nine i kind of started looking into like graphic tees and all that and i always wanted to find a way to express my art you know yeah and so i was like what a better way to put it on clothing you know i'm i'm a fashion guy so you know i love the high fashion whether it be gucci louis um and then just graphic tees in general yeah and so I, I don't even know how to explain it, bro. It's just like it's in me, not on me, you know? Yeah. And then um, I had a lot of background work doing silk screening companies, like messing with goods. You guys remember goods? Yeah. Um, one of my mom's co-workers, she was actually friends with the owner or co-owner, Marshall. Yeah. And so he ended up inviting me down bringing me to Lux Riot, um, oh, which was a printing shop. Yeah. And then from there on, like, coming out of high school and all that stuff, I was tapping in with, like, Lux Riot, um, Inner City Empire Ice. That was downtown by the um, stadium right next to the Showgirls yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was tapping in with them guys trying to just get the background work, but I was never able to, like, actually do the groundwork of silk screening yeah. and all that stuff. You were definitely then, like, just, like, learning at the time. I say, I think, what, 2013, 2013 for sure, I ended up taking one of my designs. I got the shirt on, too. Um this Root of Evil joint right here. This was just like a simple little color. Um, 
plane joint. Yeah. My, my, this is my first design, bro. I put that on a crew neck. I went down to um, Westlake because they had the um, T-shirt shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember that joint, printed that up, went to, I think I forget who was performing. I think it might have been the Nipsey concert when he first came here. Yeah. I wore it there, you know, and then people was like, you know, dope sweater and all that shit. Yeah. And I was like, I got something, you yeah. know. That was your and first then, time really wearing the design oh, yeah, out public. for sure. And then it, it all started with a sample, bro. Yeah. That's all I can say. It all started with a sample and a dream. From there on, um, I ended up going to West Seattle, to West Seattle Silk Screen Company, and then printing up a bundle of T-shirts, crew necks, different colors, just one color, and then really putting that backpack on. Cats were seeing me from 23rd and Jackson, MLK and Cherry, all the way up to Capitol Hill, to Seattle Central. I used to have this big-ass laundry bag just on my back <laughs> with all the clothes on yeah. it, like really walking around doing the groundwork for the shit. Trying to go so, home with nothing. That's where it all started. And then I was paying rent off of that to where it was like, you know, I was in between jobs like, okay, damn, you know, paying rent with the clothes money and not even saving my profit and all that shit. So you live and you learn. Um, after that, I took a break and then was just grinding, hustling, trying to figure out like, okay, how can I stop that? And for the longest time when I did the Rudy Evil, people was like, okay, is your clothing company called Rudy Evil? I was like, no, it's misunderstood. Even though I had the name misunderstood, I never had the logo for it. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's like it being 2022 now, I did the logo about 2015, I'll say. Yeah. So where does the... uh uh, name misunderstood come from like where did that how did it lead how did you go from just building that um time of running around and learning the the game of like uh silk screening and just developing clothes to like naming your own brand like where did that inspiration come from man it came from life yeah. i'm gonna keep it all the way honest it might sound a, like a cliche just a simple no. answer and all that but like Trying to come up with a brand name, what a lot of people don't know when it's just not just like, okay, you come up with a name and you run with it. No, I really put thought into it, like how to think, like what's something that can relate to everybody, but, you know, is very unique. Like I had to do research on it, like looking up all the misunderstoods on Google and all this. And I was just seeing like people was only just having shirts that maybe say misunderstood or not, there is no clothing brand called Misunderstood. Yeah. But now since I dropped it, you know, I'm seeing a lot of it. But it took a long time coming up with a name, bro. Yeah. I'm not even going to front. It, it took, like, some, it felt like years to me, like, coming up with the name and the logo. Yeah. And um, just like my family told me, it's just like, you know, once you find your name, it's going to come to you. Don't even stress on it. It's going to come to you. Yeah. And then I just, like, misunderstood, like, to where... Once I came up with the name and, like, messing with the females in my past and, you know, I'm like, man, you know, that's why I'm misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I'm like, that's why I'm misunderstood. So stop playing with me. Yeah. And then I just pushed it. You know, I just pushed it, bro. Yeah. For real. Well, that's fire. I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap that up with a good old round of applause. Oh, yeah. What is uh what's been the most challenging thing about 
uh, starting the misunderstood brand and like really trying to elevate it and grow it outside of uh, um, the city to the whole country? I feel like the most challenging is just probably marketing and then really branding and then staying consistent. Yeah. That's probably the thing with all designers and then being a black man, yeah. you know, um, it, it's a challenge, bro, because like I like I tell everybody, I didn't win the popularity contest in high school, bro. Yeah. You know, I went to Garfield, you know, a lot of household names and all that stuff. And then just growing up in the area with all the other upcoming brands, like from bag to basics to um, quarters, my guy East, shout yeah. out to my guy East, because that was one of the first people like me and East would run into each other at Douglas Truth Library, yeah. planning this shit out. Just like, you know, he seen me, I seen him. Yeah. Oh, and SBK too, I can't forget about Camille, because a lot of people, I seen them guys build their shit up. Yeah. Like when I was out with my bag and all that shit, I inspired some people. You know, whether people want to admit it or not, I yeah. inspired a lot of people with this clothing shit. When I took my break, I was like, damn, I used to beat myself up. Like, you know, I love seeing everybody getting their brand going, but I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, bro? Yeah. Like, I got to get all my shit. And I was just, I just took that time and, like, you know, don't take anything personal and study, you know, yeah. study. I'm seeing what they're doing seeing what they're putting out, and yeah. it's no competition, though. Facts. That's the thing about it, and that's what I wanted to let everybody know. Like, you know, even being tied in and having close relationships yeah. with, like, with Black, with East, Hayes, and Camille, and then, shoot, I forget. If I'm forgetting anybody else, then, hey, my bad. Yeah. But um, building those close relationships with those guys, I was just trying to um, push my shit. Yeah. You know, as far as like, okay, what are they doing and how can I be different? Yeah. And that's why, you know, all the colors in the logo, that's like, it's different. You know, I got to stand out. Facts. And, um, man, bro, it, it's just a long time coming. You know, that's all I can say for yeah. the most part. But, um, man, bro, I just went blank thinking about it, bro. No, no, I think it's a uh, it's really important for you to uh, reiterate that kind of sentiment. Um, I, it's amazing when someone is able to admit that you know, it's more or it's more uh, or it's less competition and more collaboration. Yeah. And uh, I love the fact that here on the Groovy Tapes we get to highlight like the hev the heaviest of hitters or at right. least like all levels of of uh the the dynamic in the game like I, I i don't know i wanted to ask you uh you know i love to 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 bring um bring up the upbringing here in uh, the podcast but you know at the time before you were developing your brand what were the things that were like motivating you to to get into like designing and um get you into uh the love of clothing um, shit, shoes, Jordans, mm -hmm. and then, you know, with the shoes, it's like, damn, I ain't really got that many shirts to wear with it, or certain shirts to wear with it, I was like, this shit's weak, you know, yeah. 
And I'm like looking at like a lot of the shirts nowadays. I'm like, okay, we got Photoshop, we got Procreate, but I'm like, nobody's really putting their original original creativity into the stuff. They're doing a lot of like I used to call it like clip art, you know, mm-hmm. like that literally like word clip art. Like I'm not with the um, taking an image like or taking the logo and then like okay, let me just take this logo and then put my own little twist to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, everything's original. I draw my own designs or even I have one of the homies draw my designs. Shout out to Kazu, shout out to Malcolm, because those two guys helped me um, draw a couple logos and, a, and Malcolm helped me do a shirt, one of my filthiest shirts ever. Yeah. You know, it's my ideas, but, you know, they helped me put this shit together for sure. And so that's what I always wanted to do is like collab with it. And that's what another thing I was going to say, even though I'm tied into like, Everybody and got close friends. It's no competition out here. Yeah. It's all inspiration. So that's another thing, too. So all the upcoming things, or not things, but all the upcoming brands yeah. out here is just inspiration to me. Like, when Laced Up was coming out, um, was out, shit, they had Flying Coffin, um, Crooks and Castles. Yeah. I used to be up in there all day, you know, talking to Tommy, talking to Thad, talking to Spaz. You know, and just just thinking about it, like, man, I can see myself, I can put some clothes in this store, or I can have my own storefront, you know? Yeah. So, that's where it just got the inspiration from, keep going, you know? Yeah. I just wanted to put some dope shit in the world and all that. Um, as far as going international, hey, I travel a lot, and I'm like, everybody got to have this shit, and I got support in places that people don't even know, Yeah, whether it be from Seattle, California, Memphis, Texas, down to Florida, down to the DMV area, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, um, New York, New Jersey, shit, and I got a homie that's out in um, Japan right now. He be going back and forth from Japan to Australia and shit. So that's it. And even at a point where I'm like, you know, looking at trying to platform myself and be a high end brand, because I try to, I tell people I'm, I'm the next Virgil. I'm like the Virgil of Seattle. At least I try to model myself as Mm -hmm. that and be more original. But, um, I just push it to where everybody has to see it, you know? And however I can get it out there, that's what I'm doing. You know? That's it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm about to let that motherfucking ring. (laughs) No, I think it's important for our our, our viewers and listeners to uh, know how how grand that is. That is, it's amazing work, you know? Um, hopefully it doesn't go unnoticed. It does not, obviously, and you're doing the oh, for sure. the, the work that needs to be done. And, yeah. Um, before before we really wrap up uh, no, no, this real quick, <clears throat> how important was it to you to like leave this pocket um, uh, of our community? You know, we're we're so home 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 team and homegrown, but now you're like reaching outside cities like Yakima and and, and Portland and, and yeah. things like that, like. How important was that step for you? I think, like, just growing up, I knew it was it's bigger than the CD. Yeah. It's bigger than the South End. It's bigger than West Seattle. It's bigger than Seattle. 
And that's one thing as far as, like, you know, fashion and music goes. Like, everybody coming up from Seattle, it's like, you know, they'd be so focused on Seattle, but who's really bridging the gap? Who's going out to those places? Who's going out to the Yakimas? Who's going out to the Bremertons? Who's going out to the Spokane's? Because if you go down to California, like, I've been down to California, it north to south, Cal, you know, it's not just, okay, Oakland, L.A., whatever. Yeah. Motherfuckers got that shit down the whole state. Who's really putting on for the whole state? Yeah. We got to put on for the whole Washington. It's bigger than Seattle. Seattle's just a little small little piece of the map. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I'm from Seattle, but Misunderstood's not from Seattle, you know? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a Seattle brand. And, you know, no disrespect to us in the town, but... You're not going to see me put SEA. You're not going to see me put the CD on Misunderstood. It's going to be Misunderstood. It's all going to be dope designs. And I'm just putting it on everybody to where I got walking billboards out here. You know? Yeah. That's all I'm trying to get everybody familiar where it's like, that's why it's misunderstood too. You know? Or it's like, okay, well, it's this and that. And it's like, you look at Off-White, he he ain't putting... um, New York and all this stuff. If he does, he's putting a bunch of other cities and countries all into it. Yeah. You know, even Supreme, they've been around for so long and then they got, they're putting everybody on, nice. you know? So I'm not trying to be the Seattle brand. I'm trying to be the worldwide brand. Yeah. That's why it's misunderstood worldwide. You know, I wanted to ask about the, uh, the influence Virgil has had on you to say that, uh, you aspire to be or to, to to take claim to be the Virgil of Washington. Like what what has inspired that uh, thought and like that motivation in you? Yeah, um, long live Virgil. Let me say this That's because you know, don't get me wrong. I don't want nobody getting mad at me, but you know, beginning of off white, I looked at that shit and I was like, dog, he's putting out some basic ass shit. Yeah. I'm like, you know, he is creative, yeah, but is basic as hell. You know, where I'm like, I know I could do something better to where, and I think it's it's morally of a popularity contest. It's not what you know, it's who you know always. Yeah. So um, that was my inspiration as just far as like, you know, I got to stand out. Yeah. And then I have to make dope, innovative clothing. Yeah. You know, and then my clothing is more of around, like, you know, the, what well, else time period? I'll probably say, like, uh, the 2000s, you know, I'll just say the 2000, 2000 1997 to 2008. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a baggy guy, straight fit, all that, bro. Yeah. I'm not with the skinny jeans and all that <laughs> shit, so... <laughs> um, I just, that's my look. You know, I'm like, I got people that just like, I just want to be comfortable. I just want to wear what fits and stuff, not look hella goofy and all that shit. But I do got some shit that would make people like, damn, you really came up with this shit? Like, I got a lot of shit in the vault too. How do you, uh, how do you capitalize or capsule things? Like, how do you, do you think of when you put out uh, products to do like full runs? Or you're very focused on making the the logo brands and then adding to the hoodie because I do see like the reflective 
uh, yeah. pockets on the front and on the side. So, like, are you, when making things, you're just like, my hoodie is meant to be, like, the best hoodie? Or are you focused on, like, I'm going to make this full, like, drop where it's, like, reference to these different things with these graphics along with the, the name brand uh, on it? I say I'm still learning that. You know, yeah. I'm not afraid to admit that I'm still learning that. Um, but it's mainly just ideas. Like, I, I like you know, I'm still I'm going to tell you guys some free game to my sauce. I go mm-hmm. to these places like Nordstrom's. I shop at Nordstrom's. I shop, shop at Saks. I shop at Neiman Marcus. I go through the whole collection and see, like, okay, what are these higher-end brands doing? I'm turning these shirts inside out, seeing, like, what's the quality like, reading the um, tags and seeing – all that, and then seeing, okay, what can I do different? Yeah. You know, like with coming up with this hoodie, shit, um, I carry a lot of shit. So, you know, I'm like, okay, we got this hoodie, we got the kangaroo pouch in the front, Yeah, but I'm like, I I need need, more pockets. I need more pockets, exactly. So I'm like, I need the zipper in front so I can hold the you feel me, and then I need to put the zipper on the side so I can put the, you know, the stash right here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So that's why I'm like, it's a splat. Exactly, bro. Have the jeans. And then I was like, you know, um, with the 3M, shit, I was like, that's going to set it off. Yeah. That's going to really make it stand out. And people are like, damn, when I'm in the club wearing this shit and that light hitting, they're going to be like, who's that? Yeah. You know, why, why is he lining up? Yeah. Why is he just shining? That's a dope hoodie, bro. Yeah. You know, and that's when um, I had just went on a trip and they was like, dude, was just staring at me. I'd be like, you know, what, what are you staring at? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I love your hoodie, bro. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, I love your hoodie, bro. Let where, me know like, that. Who is that? <laughs> and that'd be the crazy thing, too, where it's like, sometimes I forget I'm wearing my own shit because yeah. I wear it so much. And then people would be like, where'd you get that hoodie from? Oh, shit, this is, this is my brand, yeah. you know? Yeah, here you go. Here's a card. Here's my business card. Check me out on Instagram and all that. Yeah. And I thank God, man. I thank God for my homies, too, because when I'm slipping, when I'm just, like, clouded or not even paying attention and somebody says something about the brand, my homies be like, oh, yeah, man, th- this is my bro's clothing brand, you know? Yeah. Whenever we're out, bro. You have those personal reps that come. Oh, up. for sure. That's it, it takes a team, bro. And then I, I feel like that right there – that just gives me, like, you know, confirmation, like, okay, I'm doing something right, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to take it back to um, early CD days and okay. just the music scene at the time. Um, what were some of the, like, the rappers that we wouldn't know that were trailblazing back then and really, like, putting on for the neighborhood at the time? Shit, man. Um, when I started this, when I was putting on the... Um when I had my backpack, I'm, I'm going to yeah. keep referring to that. When I had that backpack, when I was walking around these streets, at the time, um, I drew the, if you guys know D-Valley, yeah, I drew the Second Life logo. Oh, fire. That's what a lot of people don't know. I drew the Second Life logo. And um, bro went got that shit printed up on some shirts and all that. Went to this, that, got that shit done. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a wrap, bro. Um, so shout out to bro to D Valley because we was hitting the turf hard back in 2013, 14, when he had his run, Yeah, like big ups. And then to my brother, Con man, for sure. 
God damn it. Because I, I did the 31 Racks logo. That's where I'm from. Yeah. Um, and I'm just waiting on my bro to drop. Because yeah. we got so much designs <laughs> and clothing in the vault where people would be like, bro, I need that. Even yeah. though that's some hood shit, I need that. Yeah. Like, the whole Seattle is going to be in 31 Racks. Even though, oh, you might not like this CD and all this and that. You're going to love our clothes. Yeah. You have to respect this shit, you know? But, um, so, D-Valley, Common, and then the OGs of the game, um, Spaz, Pinder, and Vitamin D, for damn sure, because I was in the cuts with them guys, like, sitting at the studio, smoking weed, and I'm seeing all the old heads from Jake One to, like, um... Who else, man? Um, Matt Freeway. Yeah. Long live the Jacka. Met the Jacka. Met Filthy Rich. And then when my boy D-Valley was on his run for show, we went down to Oakland, fuck with Joe Blow. Um, you know, that's some underground people and all that stuff. Yeah. And then oh, yeah, Spaceman, we the too. Oh, yeah. Spaceman, too, for yeah. sure. Because I'll say, like, if people go back to Jay Pender, Loaded Gun, I'm in that video. Me and my homie um, Tay Blood and Trey Pound, we was in that video. Um, Spaceman Procrastination, he's wearing the Root of Evil um, sweater. Yeah. Um, like I said, my boy D-Valley, and that's what's happening. My boy Common, he's wearing the um, red Root of Evil sweater. D-Valley and, um, what was that one song? Um I think it's with Young Bossy. I forget the name of it, man. Just type in D-Valley featuring Young Bossy. He's wearing the Root of Evil in the Seahawk colors, blue and green. Yeah. And so that's been my thing, just trying to put this clothing in the right hands of people yeah. and all that. And then I'd say Royce, too, for sure. I cannot leave out Royce because he'll kick my ass. <laughs> because I, I, I be harassing him, but I have to give him his big ups, bro. For sure. Yeah. And then East, too. I can't forget Royce and East, for sure, because I got a picture of before East started his quarter stuff, yeah. he was rocking my shit. And that's right. what kind of killed me was like, damn, I took a break from this shit. And then, bro, I, I don't know if I inspired him. I gave him a little inspiration, I feel like. But, you know, he had his own thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, kept it going because I was supposed to do one of his designs that he put out, like, hella ugly. Yeah. Um. He had the like a black boy with the hands up with the two cops on the shirt and all that stuff. Yeah. I was supposed to design it, but I was like, I'm not really good at cartooning at the time. Yeah. I was like, man, you know, bro, I could try and I could do something, but you yeah. know, he was like, bro, it's all good. We just catch you on the next one. Yeah. We'll collab and all this shit. And I'm like, okay, it's all good, bro. But I was like, damn, dog, I gotta get on my shit. You know? That's definitely get an inspiring shit, moment bro. to be like to get back to it and really remind for sure. people. And then I'll say for right now, too, like um, two of my brothers that's no longer here no more. Um, Dh Doc Holla, mm. man, bro, man, he was so fire, man. Oh, one of the best in the city. Best lyricist, like. Yeah. Hardest hitting bars. Man, it's sad that he is not here right now because he was a representative. And then my boy, um, Hilly Hill. Yep. You know, yep. Dirty Gang Hilly, man. Shout out to MTM and the whole guys right there. Like, bro, like, <laughs> it gives me chills just even talking about it. Man, damn near almost made me want to cry because coming this far, um, 
Hilly used to always just be like, bro, I need you to help me start my brand. You know, I love yeah. the misunderstood. He was always in my shirt, no matter what. Um, came to the pop-up, bought up damn near almost every shirt I had. Yeah. Was rocking my shit. And I said, bro, I got you. I'm going to get your brand going. Bro passed. You know, the guys passed. And it's just like, fuck. Yeah. Because they had a lot of potential for the upcoming music in Seattle. Oh, yeah, facts. And all that. They had and great. So, they were they were making like like I feel like they were definitely in a renaissance of uh, pushing the CD as, as along with Mafia of just having that um, statement. They were taking the the city by storm, right. and definitely with the visuals and the content, it was definitely being pushed um, in a way that was grabbing attention. So oh, yeah, I definitely sure. feel like. As we've seen the the city go up over the last year and a half, and everyone be able to do a show and do more a lot more like paid venue events, I definitely think they were would have been able to capitalize that Almost in a definitely. real way. And that's why I like, even though you know I have my brand, and I'm not one of them guys like on Instagram. If you send me a post, if you tell me to share some shit, I'm gonna share it, you yeah. know, no matter what. And then I have to do my due diligence. For them guys, because they're no longer here. Mm. Who's going to share their music? They got music on iTunes. They got music on Spotify, all that shit. Go look up Doc Holla. Go look up MTM. Type in Hilly Hill, you know? Um, I got to post their shit on my profile and all that stuff. Because they need to be heard. Yeah, They need to be heard. Even though they're not here, their music's here. Yeah. So go check in. Like, you know, MTM for the win. Doc Holla. Mafia click and all that shit, you know? That's all all love, man. I just try to spread that same love back. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to round of applause that. Uh, Man, thank you for sharing, sharing that with us. You know, we really appreciate, you know, being open on the platform. And of course, you know, we love to highlight, you know, the music scene as well as the fashion scene. So, you know, much, much love to, to all the people you know, in in the central district, as well as you know, outlying cities that are continuing to pave the way and oh, yeah. represent the city in the best way. What's the fact? Um, what have been um, challenges getting your hoodies made? Because I know that's not a blank. You know, like oh, not, yeah. yeah. So like yeah. getting getting manufacturing. Um, you know, from Washington, I know, I know it's not here, you know, so like getting those tools, like, how, you know, so, like, you know, but, <laughs> you know, I can't tell you that, you know, Sorry, we but, don't got to um, get into like that, but like, I know that how has that process been? Because it's definitely taking, uh, the clothes on another level, not sourcing blanks, but sourcing manufacturers. Cause that's a whole different side of the game. Right. Um, all I can give you guys, I, I, I spread love. Like, if somebody's coming up with the brand, I can't tell you my manufacturer, but I can just lead you to Alibaba.com. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You better get on Alibaba and type something up and search that shit. Yeah. Because, you know, you'll find what you want. Yeah. You'll find what you want, bro. And a lot of these people out here, I no disrespect, a lot of these um, printing companies – and, like, wholesalers as far as T-shirts and hoodies go, you know, they kind of got the same generic shit. And I'm like, I need something different. Yeah. 
And so, like, these hoodies, I drew this up on my iPad, bro. Yeah. No lie. I drew this up on my iPad. I said, I need a zipper right here. I need a zipper right here. I need this um, embroidered puff. And then I got the um, logo on the hood, too. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, no matter what you do, we're going to have the tag. Like, this is the updated one. So, we got the tag on the um, sleeve. And we got the, you know... We you got you're gonna see it misunderstood. Yeah. Um, everything else I'll say like t-shirts and regular stuff. I'm I'm going to the print companies. Yeah, you know, I, I it's quantity is my bad. It's quality yeah. over quantity. Yeah, I don't care about um, how much I'm putting out of sourcing. I'll put out thirty shirts. I'll put out. 50, you know, yeah. where it's like, but it's going to be all top of the line. I'm going to pay for what I want. Yeah. As you, you know, should. and that's my thing when people look at maybe, oh, why is he charging us so much? Or I don't think it's worth that. Or I can go get me a, um, a tech suit from the homeboy for X amount, whatever. Okay. Well, shit, I need $200 a hoodie. I don't care what you're talking about. Yeah. If you like it, you're going to buy it. It doesn't matter. Facts. What what whatever type of clothing when you go into a store, you're not gonna argue with Nordstroms. You're not gonna argue go to Nike Town and be like, "Hey man, can I get these dunks for a hundred dollars?" Even though you guys got them listed as one fifty, no, yeah. you're not gonna undercut you, and they're gonna look at you stupid. Exactly. You know. And then that's my thing too about um, most of these high end brands and me trying to model myself after a high end brand. My shit is limited. It's an art piece. You know, that's how I look at my clothes. It's an art piece, bro. Yeah. So when you buy it, your, your shit's going to last for a long time. My shirts is high quality. Everybody that got a shirt be like, man, I had this shirt for years, and it's yeah. still in good condition. Like, I just had um, somebody's mom that had got a shirt for me seven years ago when I did the Root of Evil shirt. Yeah. She's like, I still have that shirt. <laughs> it's in good condition you know? And I printed that up on cheap ass Gildan shirts Exactly And I got I've moved way past from Gildan You know I'm doing it on way better shirts right now yeah. So That's that's it for the most part I'm trying to have shit that's actually gonna last yeah. And that's kind of been the thing Like you know When I sit down Like that's what a lot of people don't know I sit down with like Basics I sit down with quarters I sit down with bag. And we're plotting and scheming, like, damn, how can we do better? How can I'm telling these guys, bro, up the quality, up the quality every fucking time. We got to up the quality no matter what it is. These people are going to pay for it. They love us. They like us. And I'm like, them guys got the popularity contest for Seattle. I'm still on the rise because I'm a little late to the show. I'm not late, but I'm a little late to the party, you know, because I'll probably say I did my first – my fall collection in 2020, I went through this, that. I had did these um, Slow Feet Don't Eat sweaters. Yeah. Um, it had the rabbit, and then it had the tortoise. And a lot of people don't know, you know, Slow Feet Don't Eat. You know, the tortoise in the hair race, you know? Yeah. Come on, man. It, it doesn't matter about your speed, but the turtle, the person that got the longevity is going to win the race. Right. So it, it's not no competition, so... When I went to this, that, these guys had, I placed the order in August. I was hoping that they was going to be done in, like, maybe sooner. 
Yeah. But shit came November and December to where I went up to this, that. Hey, man, where the fuck is my shit? What's taking so long? I, people know that about me. Like, if, if you know me, you know. And, like, I'll, I'll go up. I'm keeping it raw and uncut. Like, people be like, oh, you, you got to watch your tone. You got to watch how you talk to people. It, it's in me. I'm sorry. My bad. You know, my mom and dad talk shit. Yeah. You know, straightforward, raw and uncut. That's me. So when I went up there, I'm like, damn, you guys just taking hella long on my shit. What's going on? And um, it was like, my bad. We're going through management. It's Christmas time and all that. I didn't get them sweaters and beanies until springtime of the next year. (laughs) So that whole time, I'm just like, Try not to go up there and just throw everything around, yeah. you know. But, you know, patience. That's why I, I really don't care because if I want something, I'm going to just wait on it. Yeah. That's it. No, that's a definitely important manifestation. We've done uh, – we definitely have had our complications with, like, uh, printing companies. And it's just – it's so hard to um, – Especially starting like new and building that relationship, yeah, it's definitely hard to become a priority and get that that business respect because some things are um, much like a who's who of like, uh, especially in the printing world of like what you what what is prioritized and what can be prioritized. And so, look, and then they'll tell you like, okay, well. Um Pay X amount, put half down, whatever. We'll have you on the schedule for, you know, as soon as possible. Or if you pay full amount, then we'll try to get you out the way. Yeah. Well, shit, my money, money talks. Okay, well, here you go, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then it's like, well, why are you guys still working on this project? Yeah, you know, like how long until you get to mine? Yeah. You know, it's it's been a few weeks. You guys said that I was going to, if I put 50% down, like, you guys got me. Yeah. It don't take that long to print the shirts. Hey, can I actually, um, can you guys hire me and I'll print my own shirts? Yeah. I, I swear, I went, uh, B. Hayes will tell you. I went in there, like, hey, can I sit next to Hayes and get print my own shit up? Yeah. You know, you guys need help in here. You guys only got, like, four workers. Yeah. And all that, you know? Like, this, that... I I ain't gonna talk down on, but this that they kind of like left a bad taste in my mouth, but um, can't take anything personal, you know. Yeah, I got to stick to the four agreements, bro. You know, do my best, not make assumptions. Um, don't take anything personal, and then um, don't make assumptions. You know, that's what I just try to live by in life. You know, that's why I try to stand on my uh, morals and values no, that's- for sure, and that's what a lot of people out here don't. Really live by anymore is their morals and values and yeah. integrity for sure. Long live Dolce Draco for sure. That's right. Ian into a good old ad. I mean, honestly, really, this is like an interview ad because you know we don't got yeah. the sponsor right now, uh, but we are smoking on some misunderstood OG. So, uh, really she, she cool, man. Sponsor now, you <laughs> know, really cool. Uh, you do you want to talk about how this came about, or you know the uh, process of getting into? I'll hit the know, sound effect though. Growing, I think. What's that? Misunderstood OG. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, the OG of misunderstood. So shit, man. I've been smoking weed since when I wasn't supposed to be smoking yes. weed. God damn yes. it. <laughs> you know, and so um real connoisseur, bro. Yeah. That's it. I've always I, I love weed. I'm not gonna deny it to even my family that watches it. Hey man, I love weed. That's it. It's a plant. You know, God put it on this earth for us. Um so at some point, like shit, family, friends, it's like, man, you know, stop buying weed. You gotta grow this shit. Yeah. You know? Like from my family in California, like you why aren't you growing, bro? Yeah. And that's a lot of thing out here in Seattle. Like, you guys got this shit and, like, grow. And I'm like, shit, yep. So, me and um, Spaz connected, you know, not even connected. That's my goddamn brother. So, yeah. Um, we put this shit together as far as the, um, our growing pains and our growing operation and all that stuff. Um, we would buy, man, $60 apes, $80 apes. $70 apes. God damn it. I mean, Marathon OG. $80 apes is different. You're 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 smoking yeah. different at yeah. that point. Like my bro KG say, he just you're a weed trick. Yeah. He, he's like you're pimped by the weed. God damn it. <laughs> so, I'm like, "Hey man, I love smoking good weed and I got to see what it is." And then burners flooding the gate. So, I'm like, "Well, let me see what this um weed's hitting for." And my bro to the left of me, my boy Q, man, we blow it down. And so it's like Oh, new flavor? Got to try that. Yeah. Let me try this. Let me try that. And then, so I'm going to tell you if your weed's some puck or not. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> I, I stay blowing on the best. I'm You're never going to catch me smoking on no mid. And then I'm like, okay, let me smell your weed. I need to smell your weed before I even smoke it. Yeah. You know? See he, how he's coughing off the first hit? <laughs> That's what I need. That's what I need. That's what I love to hear. It just makes me smile. I'm like, yeah. Exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> You feel it in your chest. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's a, uh, I'm understanding now. Like, <laughs> that, that, that's power. Right. Don't get misunderstood, you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Sorry. But, um, we grew seeds, bro. Like, we would find, um, in the early cookie days, bro, a lot of people didn't know, like, or even know what a seed looks like in the weed. So, we're finding seeds out of, like, soap. Uh, um, man, like you said earlier, cheetah piss, runts, yeah. man, and then off of the street bags and all that shit. Oh, yeah, seeds, we're collecting seeds. Like, we still got uh, over a 100 seeds yeah. to the point where even when I travel, like, I went to Jamaica, had some seeds, brought them back. You know, we're putting that in the dirt and see what happens, you know. We're doing our own pheno hunts at the house and all yeah. that shit. So it's just about, you know, being Dr. Green Thumb and just, you know, okay, hey, besides us smoking the weed, let's grow some shit, cultivate some shit. Like we um, had a couple flavors, the recooked cake, which was like, a, um, man, he's going to kill me, but I know it was like a wedding cake and something else. And then I had some gelato. And then also, I'm not going to lie, we went to archive. I got a couple plants too, some clones, um, and then put them motherfuckers outside. Put them in the dirt, put them in the tent, whatever. We yeah. did outside and we did tent. So um, tapped in with that until the point where we're just pushing this shit, branding along with the clothes. We're branding the weed in the clothes. Yeah. It all goes in hand in hand because um, 
like another inspiration, Burner. Burner yeah. got cookies, even though he built that as a weed brand. Hey, he shifted over and he got the clothing too. Yeah. And that's somebody else that I'd be looking at the clothes because I'm like, he got some dope shit, even though that's some cookie shit. Yeah. Um, I'll say that when we did our growing, it took a while to like, you know, to like get the plants right, get your formula and stuff. Yeah. To really cultivate, it's not just like okay, oh, I think I can grow and just let me uh, put this seed in the ground and it's gonna grow and all that. No, it takes time. It takes love. You know, I didn't grow the best of the best shit that we're seeing now. Yeah. It really takes patience, practice, and peace and love in the environment. You know, yeah. that's our baby, and all that to the point where uh, in the eyes of Tranquil Forest, shout out to them for sure. And shout out to Freddy's Fuego because my boy is like, hey, man, I see what you're doing. I talk to him, you know, always networking, bro. So my guy Trees, um, he loved the grind, bro. Yeah. To the point where I ended up giving him some seeds. So if you see some misunderstood weed by Freddy's Fuego, don't be surprised. Yeah. Ooh. You know? Can I give fine. you a, a hand clap real quick? I feel like I yeah hit that in a long time. And... That's fucking major to get your own strain out there oh, uh, yeah. within the uh, within. We all know what's up with Washington's cannabis industry. Right. You know, you find some good, you know, good apples in there and stuff. But like, it's crazy out here. The cannabis industry is um, insane. I did want to ask you, like, do you think the federalization of uh, cannabis is going to fuck the weed game up or? Most definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I said that when. um we became legal statewide too. I was like, man, yeah, I miss the game is getting oversaturated. But you know, burner, you know, I'm like, shit, burner and um, young LB would run. So I'm like, they really fucked the game up. You know, it got, <laughs> you don't know where it's like, shit. People is just selling bags now. You exactly. know, it's like it, it not bags of weed, but literally. Just the- uh, little, the bag, yeah. little plastic yep. bag, like okay, let me get a little dope bag, and you might just see some rocks and beans. You're gonna get the big beans. You're gonna get the beans, right? Straight puck, like man. <laughs> You're funny. That it, it might so say bad. like cookies or whatever, but bro, this this is some grass from Alabama. Yeah, you know, like dog. What are you talking about, man? This ain't no fire. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm like, I'm honestly, not just. They, they just need to come and tap in with the people who's like actually growing Kush, like no, for real. who knows how to grow. But that because uh, I feel like now that's so that's so hard when people are buying for uh, brand recognition. You know, like he's saying, as far as like yeah. looking at the cookies bag and anything, like anytime you see the cookies bag, like that's how you can tell who's a new smoker. It'd yeah. Be like, oh, let me get some cookies. I'm like, if you're not getting Girl Scout. You're not really getting cookies, and Girl Scout don't really exist anymore. Man, look, for all the weed smokers in Seattle, man, if you know of the market, that's all I need to say. The market, whether it be West Seattle, whether it be on Rainier. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, I didn't even have my medical card, man. My boy Q had the medical card, man, and was coming out with dumb shit. Yes. To where I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this? What's going on for real, bro? A lot of market. people don't know. Like, man, the market days was lovely. I miss market. I miss canopy. Man. Uh, shout out to Delight. Um, 
<laughs> the light had it go crazy. Operations, you know, for sure. You could get some fire, fire with with uh with a good like nod in in the door. Exactly. You know, exactly. that shit. That's how a lot of people came up too. You know, in the weed game, for sure. Like whether it be smoking or selling, you know, that market was a good ass network for people. Yeah. I feel like you know, I don't know who. Free game, man. Whoever wants to do it, we need to bring back, like, um, some farmer weed markets, you know, out here. Whether it be at a little space, whatever. Like, man, let let the little people have a little spot, bring little booths and all that. A good event, you know? That's the type of shit I'd be thinking about, That's you know? That's crazy. I, I've never been a part of anything like that. would be amazing. This right. is fucking There's, there's no, like, California got that shit. <laughs> Vegas got that I'll shit. I'll just let you know, you, yeah, you're, you're the misunder, misunderstood OGs yeah. over here whooping Corey's ass. Yeah, yeah let, let them know, man. We I in here with this shit, man. We like, in here with this, And man. I was like, hold Cause, on. Cause I'm be honest, it's whooping my ass. Hold on. Oh, like, like, that head was like, ooh. I told you. I, we got I'm we not smoking right now, but I don't smoke no punk shit. <laughs> you know, I don't smoke no punk shit, man. No, I no. can attest to that. Uh, it definitely reminds me of old Seattle when you could, like, where anyone would walk up to you and is like, hey, bro, do you need that? Right. And you're like, I do need that, bro. Right, <laughs> for sure. Good. And you, you pick up some crazy kill yeah. out of nowhere. So it's. Hayes always said he missed when weed was ugly but was smoking. Man. You know? Like long, man, long live my guy Chuck C Ray, bro. Because him and um, I, don't, I hope I'm not getting too much info, but my guy Paris, man, had this new wave, and then I had to um, new wave. I don't know if people you guys know about new wave. No, I'm not familiar. Oh man, only a few people know about that new wave strain. To where I'm like, yo, this is a shit before gelato, before sherb, and all this shit. New wave. Oh, wow. You'll probably hear like if you if you listen to like maybe like Burner, Young Bossy, and all that, they'll talk about it like you know smoking on some new wave and all that shit. That was grown in Seattle. Really, that strain was bred by some CD niggas. I'm not gonna hey, I'm not gonna stun or front. That was that's some CD shit. Respectfully so. Rightfully so. So where that's when we was the best. Yeah. You had your cush cush and then you had your new wave. I try to adopt that, you know, and call it the Jew wave. You know, for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. No, that's fire. Yeah. He's, he's geeked. Uh, he's no, geeked. He don't even know what to ask. The me. way he like he let it just kind of just like yeah, this is a vibe right now. Yeah, he's, he, he's all thinking about it. He's like, damn, I want to keep like, going, shit, but we've I... been we've been on the tree talk for a little second. You know, let's get back to you. Okay. And uh, I want to talk about future endeavors, or if you know you you, you got anything planned for the the rest of the the year you want to plug in for the groovers at home. Oh yeah, and, and um, the friends and fam. For everybody, man, please, man, follow me on Instagram at JewRax3100 or at misunderstood underscore, don't forget that underscore, I-N-T-L. Um, I'm putting together a pop-up for myself, you know. It's time for me to come out. And that's what one thing I'm I'm just taking my sweet ass time, but it's coming. I got I got some pieces, man. I, I'm about to let the vault out for the spring collection. 
New M-Tex. I got, I just dropped um, new sweaters too, new crew neck sweaters with the new logo that's on the hood, whatever, um, called the Royalty Crew Neck. Um, I got more misunderstood shirts coming on the way. I'm just waiting for those pieces in, so I can actually do my pop-up. So that should be, I don't know, when, whenever you guys drop this video shit, maybe the end of April, early mm-hmm. May, for sure. You know, I'm, I'm doing my own pop-up all by myself, whatever. Do you know I'll where you where um, you're thinking? It's going to be at Soulmates. Okay. Soulmates. Capitol Hill. Yeah. For sure. That's fire. And then, um, man, bro, I'm trying to get into, like, man, I, I'm going to give it off. Shit. Fuck it. That's why I'm here. Yeah, so, exactly. um, Come on. The stores I'm really trying to get into, I get, like, a lot of love. Like, um, what is it? Like, up and down or... Top, top and bottom at South Center, those guys, you know, yeah. they gave me a look. Like, you know, we'll check you out, whatever. Mike can throw your clothes in there, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, a couple local shops around the area, you know, it's like, hey, reached out. Like, you know, what do you think about getting your clothes in here and all yeah. this? I'm like, mm, that, all right, maybe. Um, but the people I got my eyes set on is like, bait, bait. That's who I'm trying to get in. Yeah. Um, I'm reaching out to Nordstrom's. Like, that's my biggest thing. Like, when I look at carrots, like, yeah. shit. Casey Veggies had came, I don't know when, what year it was, Casey Veggies came to Seattle, met him on the block. Yeah. To where, like, me and my bros was walking down, like, who are you? You know, like, yeah. well, I'm Casey's Veggies, and he's on FaceTime talking to one of these little thoughts. And I'm like, you know what? Well, we actually know this girl, bro. Don't fuck with her. It's like, it's like it's all good to where um, my bro Q had got um, Anwar's number back in the day. And that's when, like, man, if you get an opportunity, take advantage of that shit right then and there. Um, because I feel like I've missed out on opportunities not being prepared and ready, bro. Yeah. Like, at the most. And I feel like that shit, like, man, it's like, okay, maybe it's not my time, but it'll come back around. Yeah. You know, besides that, um, I'm going to take this shit out. Uh, I'm about to leave. You know, I love Seattle, but you guys, I'm going to keep it real. You guys ain't appreciation. You guys are not appreciating this misunderstood shit, for real. So, I'm going to um, do a brand tour. Yeah. I'm going to take my talents to California. <laughs> I'm going to take my talents to the East Coast. Yeah. Probably both this summer. So, there are going to be more pop-ups and drops, like, outside of Washington. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm still trying to collab and put together events with like, you know, like Freddy's Fuego and um, do some events around the hood um, or just in Seattle in general. Yeah. Um, that was just my goal. Like I read that at the beginning of the year. I said I'm trying to do four to six pop-ups by myself, you know. Are you going to do specific um, colorways or uh – are there going to be like certain sample pieces for each city or just taking uh, the brand on tour? I think just taking the brand on tour for the most part. And that's what that has been my thing. Just branding, just putting this big ass logo in their faces, you know, yeah. everybody has to see this. And I think I'm still early. I'm still in early stages to where I need to put the logo in people's faces to where 
they get familiar with it yeah. to where I got posters, I got billboards, besides the business cards, besides, you know, social media and all that. I have to put this shit in people's faces. It's the most important thing. So I'm going to give that probably a good another year and a half, and then I'm about to just let the AK spray, bro. I'm about to just drop all crazy designs. Yeah. You know, all crazy shit where it's like, oh, <clears throat> goddamn, like, you know, um, I work on procreating and shit. I drew some shit up. Like, me and Hayes was chopping it up, and he seen some shit. Like, bro, put that shit out. Yeah. Put that shit out. You know, and I've been, like, low-key at home um, working on my painting, too. So I'm actually going to have some real paintings for people and then sell those to people, too. Oh, so that's fucking fire. Hell, yeah. <clears throat> real way to push the art and, like, the creativity. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> it, it all goes hand-in-hand, hand, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off, brother. I was, just, you know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm listening, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm. You were swagging it though. You, you were swagging it before I started talking. He's on cloud thirty-one, <laughs> thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Bef- do you have anything? No, no, no. I feel like that was amazing. Let me. That's what I was waiting for. I'm trying to end it off with a motherfucking hand clap for the groove. Man, you've been grooving with the South, man. I don't mean to cut this conversation off abruptly, but KWJT, you've been grooving with the South. We got you, Rax. Corey, Solana.